Are you constantly searching things online like foods for constipation relief? Do you continuously worry that the foods you are eating are causing you to be constipated? Or have you ever wondered if anything else other than food might be causing your constipation? And note, anxiety and mental health are not what I'm talking about here. If so, then you are in the right place. On today's episode, I'm talking with you about the five things that can cause your constipation that are not food and are more than anxiety or mental health. If you are sick of searching for food or recipes to cure your constipation, or you are tired of combing through your diet to find out what could be causing it, then buckle up. This podcast episode is for you. Welcome to the Better Belly Podcast, where we find freedom from food restrictions, we increase energy in our lives, and we begin to feel more healthy and vibrant than ever by finding the root causes of our health problems. My name is Allison Jordan. I'm a marathon runner, functional medicine, health coach, certified craniosacral therapist, gut health nerd, lover of Jesus, and owner of Better Belly Therapies, a clinic based in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that works with both virtual and local clients to help them achieve the best health of their life. I am here to walk with you on your journey to a better belly and a better life. We're going to go beyond popping a probiotic and just checking out our poop. In this show, we are going to go deep into gut transformation strategies that last for your entire life. If you are ready to feel your best, get ready to roll. You are in the right place. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to remind you that today is the last day to win a $50 Amazon gift card. How can you do that? Can you do me a favor? Jump and click the link in our podcast show notes or head to betterbellytherapies.com slash poll and complete a short five-minute poll that I am taking to help better serve you in 2023. If you complete this poll, then you will be automatically entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card. And on top of that, you can help me serve you better. So help me help you and go and complete that poll at betterbellytherapies.com slash poll or by clicking the link in the show notes. And as a note, if you are listening to this podcast after January 18th, 2023, you can still take the poll. Your info is so valuable to me to help you, and I will be keeping an eye on this poll as it gains more answers. So if you want to help me help you, please say yes to that poll. But in the meantime, let's move on to those five common causes of constipation that are not food. So last week, I talked with you about three questions you can ask yourself to figure out if food is causing your constipation. And if you asked those three questions and you came up with a big fat no, and this is very common, don't worry, then in today's episode, I'm talking with you all about the top five things that I see causing constipation in my clients. And the amazing news is when I get rid of these five things in my clients, the constipation just goes away, just melts away. Not even a problem anymore. No more searching about foods to cause or cure your constipation. Just poop regularly and have confidence moving forward in your health. So 
Are you here for that? I know you are. Let's talk constipation. So number one thing that causes constipation in my client, and it's literally the number one thing, (laughs) pathogens. Pathogens is a big fancy word we can use for anything that is, is bad and it's in your gut. So, and we're talking about alive and bad. So bacteria and bad, parasites and bad, candida and bad, mold and mycotoxins, SIBO, all these different things can be causing constipation. The other thing is they can also cause diarrhea. So if you find yourself flip-flopping between constipation and diarrhea, or you even feel like you are constipated with diarrhea, and let me tell you, I've had people talk to me about that before, then this thing is for you. You want to make sure, you want to check out and see, do you have a pathogen? It's the most common thing that I see, and it was what I was dealing in my health, and I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast episode, on this podcast, and I'll link some of those episodes, um, even primarily episode one, where I talk about IBS and how I got rid of it for me, and IBS and the parasite that I had that is the the number one most common parasite you can get with IBS. So check out those podcast episodes if you want to know more about pathogens. But that is the number one thing that I look for. Number two, nutrient deficiencies. The most common nutrient deficiencies I'm seeing are fat deficiencies, protein, potassium, sodium, and magnesium. And most of the time, this is not from a lack of intake. There is a difference. You can actually be putting good food into your body that is fat and protein and potassium, sodium, magnesium, and you could not be absorbing it. So this is a phase two of digestion where you're actually breaking the food down. And I've covered this on other podcast episodes, but the most and number one most common cause of poor breakdown of these five different ingredients is low stomach acid. And if you have low stomach acid, you're also going to have acid reflux, or you have a higher likelihood of having acid reflux and bloating, which is where that bloating and constipation thing gets tied in. So that's number two, nutrient deficiencies. Number three, heavy metals. So the most common heavy metals that I'm seeing are mercury, aluminum, and copper toxicity. And copper toxicity is not really talked about. I think mercury is kind of like don't eat mercury heavy fish or maybe aluminum is. Maybe you've heard about avoid deodorants that use aluminum in them for example. But copper toxicity is really common among women because copper and estrogen have a, they they encourage uh, each other to stay in the body. And if you've ever been on anything like the pill or a copper IUD or a hormone IUD, any type of birth control that has copper or a hormone, even a synthetic hormone involved, you have an increased likelihood of copper toxicity on top of the fact that there's copper in our water pipes and in our drinking water often. If if you've lived in a home that's between 50 and 100 years of age, you have increased likelihood of copper toxicity. And this is a real thing that I find in my clients. So copper creates all sorts of problems for estrogen and for the liver. And eventually you're just, you're just not pooping. The body freezes up with these toxins. So that's number three, heavy metals. Number four, chemical toxins. So the first one was heavy metals, metal toxins. Next one's chemical toxins. And these are going to be things like parabens and phthalates, uh, chemicals that we find in plastics or in candles that are scented in perfumes and colognes. Why chemical toxins? Because they burden the liver. And the liver is a key component in us pooping well, pretty much. So the liver 
has multiple roles in us pooping well, but two that stick out to me and that I would highlight are number one, creation of bile to help you digest. This gets back to the idea of of being able to break down your food so that you can absorb nutrients, but also so that your microbiome, by the time that food hits your actual bacteria in your gut, it's ready to be digested. It's pre-digested. And if your liver is burdened and congested with toxins, then it can't create bile efficiently and effectively. This is also going to predispose you to gallbladder problems. So I see this very commonly. Maybe about half the women I work with either have gallbladder problems or have had a gallbladder removed because of problems with it. So chemical toxins, burdening of the liver, And then secondly, bile uh, also is an antimicrobial, and so that helps you fight against pathogens and make your gut a non-homey place for pathogens. So if you have a burdened liver because of things like chemical toxins and heavy metals, then you're also going to be a a very good host or, or a, a better home for pathogens. It's going to increase the likelihood that you now have a pathogen that is going to keep you constipated and even more constipated than you were before. And the last one, which which just encompasses some of what I already mentioned, is specifically liver congestion. So toxins that we just mentioned get into the liver. They don't get out of the liver because the liver has too much of it. It's too too overwhelming for the liver. The liver is now clogged up with all these toxins. This reduces the liver's ability to detox, create bile, do all of its functions. Food is not does not break down as well. Bile is not acting as an antimicrobial, and bam, pathogens grow, food is not digested, and you're constipated no matter what food you eat. If you feel like you're fighting this battle of you aren't constipated or are constipated and you can't figure out what food it's connected to, it's not connected to food. And you want to be looking at one of these five things. So if you listen to these five things and you say, what's a girl to do? How do I know? Is it pathogens? Is it nutrient deficiencies? Is it heavy metals, chemical toxins, liver congestion? Is it all of the above? Is it three of them, four of them, two of them? What's a girl to do? Number one, you want to test. This is something I'm going to cover in the next episode. Guys, don't worry. If you're like, what test? Tell me now. I will tell you next week or in next episode. So go check out episode 127 when it comes out or if it's already out. I'm going to talk with you about the four functional lab tests that I recommend to test these five different causes of your constipation. Number two, after you test, you want to treat using natural methods there, you don't have to go into any crazy pharmaceutical route. There are natural ways that you can get rid of these things. So you want to treat. And then number three, you just go on living. Once you've tested, you found your source of your problem. And number two, you've treated with things other than food. There's way more out there with to constipation and, and the causes and curing constipation than just food. Once you've dealt with all that, you can go on living. You actually don't have to keep monitoring your constipation and wondering if you can leave the house and wondering if it was the food you ate that caused your problem. You can just have a free life where you're not chronically searching on Google for recipes to cure your constipation. If you don't believe me, check out the two episodes that I have linked in the show notes of testimonials from two of my clients who struggled with constipation when they came to see me and now they don't. And they don't have to do a ton to keep themselves non-constipated. That is possible for you. 
I do want to make one note here on something I said at the very beginning of this episode at the opening, though, that we were not going to dig into or I was not going to talk about mental health or anxiety as a cause of constipation. There does, there is a gut mind connection, gut brain connection, and there's a trauma and constipation connection, but it honestly deserves its own podcast episode because I have people come in all the time who think that it's their anxiety causing their constipation and it's their constipation causing their anxiety and they feel so much better after working with me. So I want to dedicate a whole episode to that. I don't have a specific date to tell you, but I will say subscribe and this podcast episode will be happening in 2023. So, uh, and now that I'm talking about it, it's probably going to happen sooner in like the next six months. So keep an eye on it because that is its own topic worth having. But in the meantime, check out ep- next week's episode. Again, those four functional lab tests that you want to do to find out what's the root cause of your gut health and constipation problems. All right, guys. Well, just as a reminder, you have one more day just today to enter to get $50 for Amazon and $50 Amazon gift card by going to betterbellytherapies.com slash poll. It's a quick five minute poll and it would help me help you so much if you would go and do that. Just click the link in the show notes or go to betterbellytherapies.com slash poll. If you love this episode, we have so much more coming down the line. So subscribe so you never miss a beat. And if you thought of a friend by, while listening to this podcast episode, take a screenshot of this episode and text it to that friend. I cannot count how many times when I tell someone I'm a gut health therapist that they say, oh, I know someone who needs you. So send that friend a love note to their gut and do us a favor and pass this podcast along to them. Other ways you can stay in the conversation is by following us on Instagram at Better Belly Therapies. I love connecting with our listeners there, and it means so much if you drop by and said hi. Lastly, if you have a question, it could be super simple, it could be super complex. Just open up the link betterbellytherapies.com slash askallison. Click record and ask your question. You can leave your name and email or you can ask anonymously. But if you leave this, you may get featured on the Better Belly podcast and get my answer to your burning question. So just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash askallison and I would love to hear from you there. Now to round us out, our motto, miracles are immediate, but healing takes time. You are on the path. You are not stuck. You are gaining answers every single day and you are one step closer to freedom from bloating and constipation. Catch you guys next week.